Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 79 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Now that we're into September, a lot of our laws have changed. For example, Texas is now a constitutional carry state, which means that it is our constitutional right to carry a firearm on our person. With that said, we need to be more vigilant and more aware of what we can and cannot do with our legally possessed firearm legally carrying where we can and cannot go. So what we're going to talk about today is the fact that all of us are landowners with certain constitutional rights. So personal protection is not just a city issue. There is a chance of being victimized even when you're engaging in outdoor activities. Just as equally, there is a chance in urban settings. Several years ago, during the George W. Bush administration, high-profile crimes in national parks resulted in a law that changed how we exercise our Second Amendment. In the past few years, there has been a sharp increase in the number of grizzly bear attacks in the northwestern states that highlights the importance of this law. Speaking of grizzly bears, one thing that I've observed when hunting season is over is that we as hunters and we as Second Amendment advocates, we do not retire to our dens and go into a state of human hibernation. The off season is the time that we improve our wing shooting, our archery, and our firearm accuracy and marksmanship, and we're scouting new areas to hunt. If you're fortunate enough, the best place for outdoor men and women to engage in these activities is on their own land. Oftentimes, when I talk to other people about getting outdoors, I hear the same thing. I don't own any property. 
I don't have a place to shoot, or I can't afford my own place. Not everyone is lucky enough or at a position in their life to own their little piece of America. What many people do not realize is that we all own land in the form of public lands, both state and federal. This land is for us to use as long as we follow the rules. As American citizens, we do have a constitutional right to bear arms, as long as we meet the minimum criteria and are not disqualified under federal law and state law. We do own the right to bear arms in federal parks, national forests, federal wildlife refuges, Bureau of Land Management, and other federal lands to open carry handguns, shotguns, and or rifles. This constitutional right was guaranteed by the Credit Card Accountability, Responsibility, and Disclosure Act of 2009, Title IV, Miscellaneous Provisions, Section 512, Protecting Americans from Violent Crime. The Credit Card Accountability, Responsibility, and Disclosure Act of 2009, otherwise known as CARD, is a federal statute that was passed by the U.S. Congress and signed by President Barack Obama on May 22, 2009. It is actually a comprehensive credit card reform legislation that aims to establish fair and transparent practices relating to the extension of credit cards under an open-end consumer credit plan and for other purposes. The bill was passed with bipartisan support by both the House of Representatives and the Senate. The Credit Card Holders Bill of Rights includes several provisions aimed at limiting how credit card companies can charge consumers, but it does not include price controls, rate caps, or fee settings. The key provisions include giving consumers enough time to pay their bills, there's no retroactive rate increases, it's easier to pay down debt, it eliminates fee harvester cards, and eliminates excessive marketing to young adults. The best part of this is there was an amendment on guns in national parks that was slipped in as a rider. Gun right advocates in the Senate, led by Tom Coburn of Oklahoma, added an unrelated rider to this bill to prevent the Secretary of the Interior from enforcing any regulation that would prohibit an individual from possessing a firearm in any unit of the National Park System or the National Wildlife Refuge System. The Senate passed this amendment 67 to 29. This amendment overturns a Reagan-era policy prohibiting firearms from being carried in national parks. The George W. Bush administration had attempted to implement a similar policy through the rulemaking process just before leaving office, but the change was struck down by a federal judge. The provision has been heavily criticized by some environmentalists and gun control advocates, but it was heavily applauded by gun rights groups. State parks and state wildlife management areas are examples of state lands, and each has its own set of rules regarding the exercise of our Second Amendment. Federal lands include federal parks, national forests, 
National Wildlife Refuges, and Bureau of Land Management Areas, all of which are covered by the same set of laws concerning the Second Amendment, regardless of the state in which it is located. Each type of public land has its own ruling on what you can and cannot do. Some allow hunting, some do not. For example, there is no hunting in most national parks, but there is hunting in national forests and wildlife refuges. To be certain, it can be confusing. When researching and preparing to put this information out, I did write an article for NRA Women that addresses all of these issues. I did my research. I made many phone calls to the National Park Service and to the Department of the Interior. To the individuals I talked to just referenced me to the superintendent's compendium of the parks in question. The superintendent's compendium is the summary of park-specific rules implemented under 36 Code of Federal Regulations. It serves as public notice, identifies areas closed for public use, provides a list of activities requiring either a special use permit or reservation, and elaborates on public use and resource protection regulations pertaining specifically to the administration of the park. The superintendent's compendium does not repeat regulations found in other United States codes and titles which are enforced without further elaboration at the park level. The regulations contained in this compendium are the basic mechanism used by the National Park Service to preserve and protect the natural and cultural resources of the park and to protect visitors and property within the park. Parts 1 through 6 are general regulations applicable to all areas of the national park system. Part 7 contains special regulations specific to individual parks. Each of these parts has many sections and subsections articulating specific provisions. Within some of these parts 1 through 7 sections and subsections, the superintendent is granted discretionary authority to develop local rules to be responsive to the needs of a specific park resource or activity, park plan, program, or special need of the general public. This compendium is effective on the approval date all the way up until one year. Each year, the compendium is refreshed and updated. In Section 5.4 of this compendium states, in all areas administered by the National Park Service, an individual can possess a firearm if that individual is not otherwise prohibited by law from possessing the firearm and if the possession of the firearm complies with the laws of the state where the park area is located. It is the responsibility of visitors to understand and comply with all applicable federal, state, and local firearm laws and regulations, including laws authorizing or prohibiting concealed carry before entering a national park. Some parks are located in more than one state or locality, which means that the applicable laws may change depending upon where you are located within that park. If a park is located in a jurisdiction where the applicable state and local laws grant reciprocity to non-resident firearm owners, then consistent with the applicable law, the park will equally recognize the reciprocity. Unless expressly authorized, federal law prohibits the possession of a firearm 
or other dangerous weapon in National Park Service facilities. These buildings include, but are not limited to, government offices, visitor centers, ranger stations, fee collection buildings, and maintenance facilities. Unless authorized, the use or discharge of a firearm within a park is prohibited. In parks where hunting is specifically mandated or authorized by federal statute, firearms may be used to hunt in accordance with the National Park Service regulations and state laws. Visitors should not consider firearms as protection from wildlife. To try to clarify all of these rules, I decided to go straight to the source and speak directly to the folks in these parks who are enforcing the rules on the ground. After interviewing multiple National Park Service rangers and officers, both law enforcement and non-law enforcement, I got the impression that the idea of exercising your right to bear arms in national parks is strongly discouraged. When asked point blank if open carry is permitted, it was stated, yes, but, and there was always an excuse. This does not mean that you cannot open carry. It just means that the National Park Service personnel does not really openly endorse it. There are some very important things to know about carrying firearms on federal lands. First, the aforementioned Bush era law allows individuals to open carry if the firearm complies with state laws in which the park is located. Second, if you are wanting to conceal carry, that is permitted if you have a concealed carry license from a reciprocal state. This means that the state the park is located in does have reciprocity with the state that issued your concealed carry permit. If you are open carrying, remember that putting on a jacket when it gets cold outside converts what you're doing into concealed carry. Even if you're an honorably retired state peace officer with the federally approved ID, the same restrictions still apply to you. Carry responsibly, do not draw attention to yourself, and realize that you will be among all types of people. Remember, you represent all of us who fight every day to make sure that everyone retains the right to keep and bear arms. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.